You're listening to Love Your City. It's a Movement Australia podcast. We believe that communities can be transformed as a unified church in every city or town lives and proclaims the gospel into every sphere of society. We'll tell stories from where this is already happening. We'll dig into the Bible to better understand God's heart for cities and towns. And we'll discuss practical strategies. Because no matter where you live, a gospel movement can happen. Hello. It's a great joy today to welcome Pastor Nick Scott uh, from Perth. He's the senior pastor of Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, which is in the southern suburbs of Perth. And um, the other part of this great joy is that he's a very close, wonderful friend. And I've had the joy of knowing him for quite a few years now. So, Nick, welcome to this uh, interview and conversation. Thanks, Ian. Really great to be with you and uh, continue the uh, friendship that's uh, been going for many years now, as you say. Um, Nick, um, I think just starting off, tell us a little about your own journey uh, in the Lord to where you are today to be a senior pastor of this church. Yeah, well, I sensed a call to ministry probably um, in my early 20s or even late teens and uh, did the usual path going through Bible college in Adelaide and uh, then began ministry in a local church. One of my early prayers was, Lord, I'll serve you anywhere. I'll go anywhere in the world, uh, but I don't want to be a pastor of a local church. Uh, But the Lord knew better and uh, over time led my wife Margie and I to come across here to Perth That was back in 1996. We had two very small children, aged one and three. And I guess we thought that we would do the usual pastoral thing and just serve in a church for six or seven years and then move on to a different church where I could re-preach all my old sermons a second time. Uh, None of that happened, and uh, not, not sadly. Thankfully, actually, I'm very thankful. We've actually been here at Mount Pleasant ever since. And um, so it's been nearly 25 years now for us here. Our kids have grown up here. Uh, we've got one married, another one uh, probably not too far away. And uh, we're, we're very, uh, very, very happy here at Mount Pleasant Baptist and here in Perth in the city. And uh, I've been senior pastor here now for about 10 years. So I think they're stuck with me and I with them. But uh, at this stage, it's a pretty happy arrangement. Uh, yeah, that's wonderful. Uh, and it is a happy arrangement, no doubt. But every time I've been to your church, I'm just so impressed with it for lots of reasons. So just tell us something about your heart, you feel, um, for your church. Yeah, the Lord really has blessed the church enormously. I mean, it's it's grown uh, not just numerically, but in every way over the last 25 years. In fact, over the last 60 years, we've never had a church split Um I guess my heart um, over recent years for the church is that it be increasingly a um, an intergenerational church as well as an international church. So our, I mean, our church is wonderfully ethnically diverse and uh, has great strength across all the generations. And part of our um, challenge has been to stop those different generations from just siloing. So, you know, you can have a church that's got a great children's ministry, a great youth ministry, a great young adults ministry, a great seniors ministry, but not much interaction between the generations. So our heart has been to do all we can to try and uh, bring the generations together 
And uh, I think that's God's heart. You know, there's a phrase, Ian, that you used some years ago, I think, that I certainly picked up. Uh, the father wants his family back. And uh, there's something beautiful about that at local church level when you actually have the whole family uh, across the generations and across different ethnicities all together. It's just a beautiful picture of the body of Christ. And so what I've seen is that happening in a wonderful way at our local church level. But increasingly, I think it's a it's a citywide and nationwide and global picture of what uh, what God actually wants. It's, in my mind, it's like a summary of the whole message of the scriptures. The Father wants his family back. He actually wants us to be together in unity and uh, working together uh, for his glory and for um, uh, to, to bring the shalom of God to the earth. So that's, I suppose, really my heart and uh, what we're about here at Mount Pleasant and, uh, and beyond. Yeah, that's great. That's wonderful. Now, you are the senior pastor with a big staff of a pretty large church. And on top of that, you have a heart for your city, uh, the city of Perth. Uh, it's one of our major capitals, quite a large population. So um, tell us something of the journey from being a senior pastor of a local church to having a heart and more than just a heart, giving leadership to a whole range of uh, unity across your wider city. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting how that began for me. Um, it probably began in some quite small ways. Uh, I was part of a, um, a number of pastors' prayer summits across our city in the early days. I wasn't a part of organising them. I was just an attendee. But out of that, there was a little group of us pastors here in the city of Melville, which is our local government area here. And um, we just began, I think even it might have just been two or three of us, just began to pray together in our local area for the city of Melville, and uh, we began to nurture this idea, which meeting once a month or something, nurture this idea that um, there's a church in the city of Melville and, um, you know, we're all part of it. Well, that grew over time, and uh, before too long, there were probably seven or eight or maybe ten of us, um, and, you know, pastors come and go in, um, in a local area, but uh, today there's probably about 15 or 16 of us uh, that meet every week, sometimes seven or eight, sometimes a dozen, but those sorts of numbers, not huge numbers, but uh, we've just over 20 years now, and now it's a weekly meeting. We've just nurtured this idea that um, there's one church. We're all part of this one church, and so we need to grow in relationship with one another and learn to trust one another and recognise that we're not competing with one another, but we're all uh, on the same team, so to speak. So that was the city of Melbourne. That's how it all sort of began for me. And then, I mean, literally only probably three or so years ago, I uh, just connected with uh, a guy named Wayne Hollett, who I've known for many years, but I just recognised that he was doing a similar sort of thing with a group of pastors in Fremantle. And uh, then there was another friend, Adam Meredith, wonderful pastor at a church called The Red Door in Coburn. He also was gathering a group of pastors together and so the three of us got together and thought well why don't we just begin to network the networks and connect with one another and just as a way of recognizing that we're all part of something bigger and, and God's doing something bigger across our city um, well then Ian and I'm just staggered really at what the Lord's done over the last couple of years because one by one different uh, different pastors and different groups would contact me and say 
things like, can we be part of this thing that you're doing? And I'd think, well, what thing? I'm not sure what I'm doing. It, it, it really, I mean, that sounds terribly humble, but um, it genuinely was something that the Lord was doing. The Lord was just connecting these groups. We weren't forming them. They, they mostly already existed, but they existed independently of one another. But we began to see a few of us um, on our little uh, Perth Movement Day team. There's about six or seven of us, and we just began to see, actually, the Lord's doing something wonderful here in um, connecting these groups together. So that's continued to happen, and uh, it's enabled us to you know, get a big map out and be, become a bit more strategic and recognise, well, where are, where are the gaps? Where is there not um, a geo-network in a local government area? And uh, let's see if we can uncover one or uh, see one formed. You know, uh, mostly we're not forming them. We're just uncovering them. So it's like we're just revealing what God's already doing. And um, I've seen it as part of my role, I suppose, with a lot of help from those around me to facilitate the connection of these geo networks. Um, so now there's, um, there's probably, I think, about 20 to 25 such groups around the city and even around the state, some of the regional areas. There's a very active group that Ian, you and I visited in um, Kalgoorlie uh, a year or two ago. Um, there's one in Geraldton, there's one in Albany, Geograph Bay, uh, numbers of regional groups that also, um, I think probably in the past, have felt a bit forgotten, a bit neglected, a bit left out. Um, many of them are quite remote, from certainly from Perth, quite distant from Perth. So for us to be able to just begin just in some subtle ways just to include them and connect them in has been a great thing. So um, look, it's a, uh, it's an ongoing story that's unfolding. It's not finished by any means. Uh, we're excited to see what the Lord's going to do through this, but it's very clearly, it was John Bond, if you know it was, John Bond, who we known to some people um, around the nation. He had a vision many years ago of a, a net uh, like a net of prayer being laid over the city of Perth. And um, I catch up with John about once a month and um, he's reminded me recently of, of that vision that he had and what he would see as this being, in many ways, the fulfilment of that vision. And so there's this net of prayer, geo-net, geo-networks, geographical networks of pastors, not just pastors, uh, but pastors and um, chaplains, business leaders, government leaders um, all coming together within a geographical region and beginning to pray for their region and uh, ask the Lord what he wants of them. So, um, I mean, it's an exciting picture, but we're staggered really together at what the Lord's doing and, and how he's doing it because it's very, you know, we're very keen not to set up an organisation. It's, it's, a, it's a very uh, sort of grassroots, organic um, natural uh, structure that the Lord's really building and putting in place. That's the nature of the church, isn't it? So we're wanting to just be careful about not um, not over-engineering that, I, I suppose, but just continuing to pray and to watch what God's doing and, um, and join him in his work, in the words of uh, the great Henry Blackaby. <laughs> And that's wonderful, Nick. Uh, now, I've heard some little stories coming back over east of some of the networks, some of these uh, little 
groups in the different cities across Perth getting together around a fire or a bonfire or something. Uh, older leaders bringing younger leaders, uh, compassion in the mix, uh, helping to sponsor. So um, put together all those little scattered ideas into what, what is happening, what's some of the things that are going on there in a very personal way. Yeah, it's very much... Um We've got a couple of great young guys who've gotten involved, uh, Steve Scrimger and uh, Ahmet Kara, who work for Compassion. And um, Compassion have really, through those two guys in particular, jumped on board with the Geo Network strategy that the Lord's unfolding. And they wanted to get involved. And so they're, they're developing this sort of city to city um, strategies of gathering, you know, all the pastors in the city of Mandurah, for example and connecting them with a group of pastors in another city in another part of the world. I think it was Medan or something like that. So there's a whole strategy that they're unfolding, but, but their heart is not to push compassion. Their heart is just to participate in what the Lord's doing here in our city in particular and, and beyond. Um, but, yeah, there's a whole uh, that intergenerational thing. We, had a, we did have a bonfire down at one of these guys' places um, a couple of months ago, and... It was just a beautiful gathering of younger and older and uh, just a coming together of, you know, some, some guys in their 80s right down to guys in their 20s all together around a bonfire and uh, the property down south. And uh, one of the words, prophetic words the Lord gave us was this picture of a three-legged race and this idea of younger leaders and older leaders tying their legs together you know, the old-fashioned Sunday school picnic, three-legged race, and um, and learning to run together um, and realising that in order to be able to do that without falling over, um, we've all got to learn a different rhythm. I'm not sure if that makes sense, but um, it certainly um, has been quite a powerful image for a few of us here in the city to recognise that it's easy to just go off and run by yourself, actually, but uh, there's a great power in learning to run together with a different rhythm. So for us, I think it was almost like a picture of uh, a, the three-legged race picture was a replacement of the old pass the baton um, picture, which often carries with it, I think, this idea that, you know, the older pass the baton on to the younger, you pass on the baton of leadership, which is right, and then the older ones just sort of disappear and go off and have a cup of coffee or a glass of wine or something and just let the young ones run with it. But there's something wonderful about younger and older um, running together and the younger learning from the older and the older learning from the, uh, the energy and passion of the younger. So I'm trying to figure out whether I'm the younger or the older. I sort of uh, ask me different times of the day and I feel different things. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful family picture, actually, that the Lord's building. Well, I think... Growing numbers of us here just feel that uh, that sense of family of, uh, of the Lord really um, fulfilling that, that idea of the Father wants his family back. Well, I, what I feel is that here in Perth, that's shifting from a, a sort of a theoretical or hypothetical statement to uh, something that actually he, he is doing in our midst and in our day. So that's very exciting. Uh, that is, that ex is exciting. And Look forward to um, more discussion on uh, the mission of each of these groups into their respective cities, but that discussion can uh, wait another day. Uh, so, uh, but finally, uh, Nick, um, 
You know, if you were speaking to a group of Christian leaders, pastors, marketplace leaders, parachurch leaders, uh, what encouragement would you give them? Uh, well, I think here in Perth and perhaps across the nation as well, there's this increasing focus on local area, like your local community, local government area. Um, and I think uh, my encouragement would be for people to just take time to, to form and build relationships with other like-minded people in your local government area. So and for us over here, often that's begun with a group of pastors. And then the challenge is for it to broaden out beyond that, to include some, um, some people who have a heart for your local government area. So here in Melville, for example, we have um, there's a, a local councillor that meets with us from time to time. Uh, we have a, local, a couple of local business people. There's a, a lawyer and a, a couple of others who come and meet with us and pray with us. Some local chaplains come and pray. Um, so that would be the first thing I would say is just seek to form relationships with some of those people and gather them together and pray with them with a focus on your local area. Uh, then I'd say um, seek to make good connection with your mayor, local mayor, uh, discover whether he or she is a, a person of peace. You know, are they open to meeting with you? Are they open to hearing sort of what the church is about? Are they a person of peace in that sense? Ask them uh, where they see the pain of the city. Um, and, you know, it's been a blessing for us to meet with our local mayor over the last few years and uh, not ask him for anything, but just, just assure him that we're praying for him and that we're with him, we're on his team. He's, um, he's, a, he's been astounded, I think, to discover we're not, we don't want anything, we just, we just want to help. So he doesn't get that very often, so that's been a good thing. So the third thing, I suppose, would be just that um, once you've established a little bit of relationship and trust and prayerfulness, that then together you ask the Lord um, what is his strategy for your local city and, um, and seek to follow what, whatever way he leads in that. Um, that all sounds very simple. It's not tends not to be as simple as that, but um, I think those things are a good start anyway. Mm-hmm.